Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. happy to be in church tonight all right let's let's just do a quick bible study and allow god to speak to us um, maybe tonight will be the final installment of the fruitfulness um, fruitfulness message for this season amen we'll come back to it all right. God is expecting us to be fruitful, so we have to look at it always. Amen. And tonight, we'll look at chapter 8. Chapter 8 is supernatural laws of fruitfulness. Amen. Now, these are supernatural things that God has put in place to ensure that you and I will be fruitful or can be fruitful, should be fruitful. To give him a legitimate reason to expect fruit from us. Amen. Amen. So let us just go into, and you must believe in the supernatural. Supernatural things are real. Everything that is happening in the supernatural or in the natural has a bearing in the supernatural. And you and I must believe in supernatural things. Amen. Amen. Though we can't see them, they are real. And they are even more real than what we can see. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you get it? So open your eyes tonight. May your eye be open to see supernatural things. Amen. Amen. Isaiah chapter 5. I'm reading from verse number 1. It says, Now will I sing to my well-beloved a song of my beloved touching his vineyard. My well-beloved had a vineyard on, in a fruitful field or in a fruitful, a very fruitful hill. Amen. So it says, my beloved had this vineyard, this garden, in a fruitful hill. Means that place, the gardens that are there are fruitful. There are places where things do not work. But this place, bearing fruit is possible. Amen. Verse 2, it says that, 
And he fenced it and gathered out the stones thereof and planted it with the choicest vine and built a tower in the midst of it and also made a wine press therein. And he looked that it should bring forth grape and it brought forth wild grapes. And now, O inhabitants of Jerusalem and men of Judah, judge, I pray thee, between me and my vineyard. What could have been done more for my vineyard that I have not done in it? Wherefore, when I looked at, I looked that it should bring forth grapes, brought it forth wild grapes. And now go to, I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will take away the hedge thereof, and it shall be eaten up, and break down the wall thereof, and it shall be trodden upon. And I will lay it waste, and shall not prune nor dig, and shall not be pruned nor digged. But there shall come a breast and tongues, and tongues, and I will. Oh, I will also command the clouds that they rain no more, they, they, they rain no rain upon it. For the vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel and the men of Judah, his pleasant plant. And he looked for judgment, but behold, oppression for righteousness, but behold, a cry. Hallelujah. Should I read it from another version? NLT says, Now I will sing for the one I love a song about his vineyard. My beloved had a vineyard in a rich and fertile hill. He plowed the land, cleared its stones, and planted it with the best vine. In the middle, he built a watchtower and carved a wine pressed a wine press in the nearby rocks. Then he waited for a harvest of sweet grapes, but the grapes that grew were bitter. Now, you people of Jerusalem and Judah, judge between me and my vineyard. What more could I have done to my vineyard that I have not already done? When I expected sweet grapes... Why did my vineyard give me bitter grapes? Now let me tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will tear down its hedges and let it be destroyed. I will break down its walls and let the animals trample it. I will make it a wild place where the vine are not pruned and the ground is not hold. A place overgrown with breasts and tongues. I will command the clouds to drop no rain on it. The nation of Israel is the vineyard of the Lord of the heavens, of heaven's armies. The people of Judah are his pleasant garden. He expected a crop of justice, but instead he found oppression. He expected to find righteousness, but instead... He heard voice cries of violence. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So in this beautiful scripture, 
though scary, talks about what God expects from us as a church. And that has not changed. What God expects from his children. And that has still not changed. That his children bring forth fruit. Amen. God expects you and I to be fruitful. Everybody sitting in the church, God expects you to be fruitful. All of us, from the pastor, from the bishop, to to the the freshest member of the church, God expects fruit from us. It has not changed. Now, God has done some things to help us to be fruitful, which in this book, prophet calls supernatural laws. Because, supernatural because we can't see them with our eyes, but they are in existence. As we go through them, you will realize that these things have been deliberately and intentionally done to ensure us or to give us the opportunity to be fruitful. So when we don't bear fruit, God has a right to be angry to say, I'll break the walls down so that it be destroyed because it's of no use to me anyway. Hallelujah. The first law here is the law of the supernatural things. The law of the supernatural things. Verse 2 says, and he fenced it. He planted a vine. A vine is a garden. When people plant a garden, they expect something from it. If it's a tomato garden, they expect tomatoes. If it's a potato garden, they expect potatoes. If it's lettuce, they expect lettuce. If it's mango, whatever it is, they expect something from it. So when he planted his garden, usually there are things that when you have a garden, animals walk in it to destroy it. When you have these type of colored dogs, they just walk into the garden to destroy the garden. Do you see those brown dogs, black dogs, black and white? Although they'll just be spoiling and eating. You, you, you are not a vegetarian, but you are eating the tomatoes and destroying the tomatoes, biting the branch. Then you see the whole garden doesn't work. It gets spoiled. So, so that that doesn't happen, God puts a fence. Even human beings, when we plant a garden, we try to put a fence around not only from the animals, but from some of the stubborn children. They play soccer into the garden and all this. You have children. Some of you look like children who were like that. Spoiling people's gardens. <laughs> Say amen. amen. So one of the things to do is to put a fence around it. So God put a fence around it. And for all of us, God has put a supernatural fence around us. Amen. For you to survive, to reach this stage, there's a fence, there must be some protection around you. Don't you know people younger than you who have died? Even as a child, there are six, six diseases that should kill you. We call them six killer, childhood killer or killer childhood diseases. Childhood killer diseases. When they kill children, six demons are already there trying to kill children. What are they? Polio? That's what we vaccinate you for. Do you get it? Uh-huh. So we have already put a chip in you. Those of you who, are, who when you saw today's vaccine, you said there's a chip. We put the chip long ago. When you were a baby. Do you see? So polio, what again? Measles, smallpox, and what? Tetanus. What again? But there are six of them. 
Do you get it? Now, this, they are called childhood killer diseases. The reason why you don't know them is that we vaccinate you from them early. So you don't have to, you, you don't experience them. If you were not vaccinated of them, you would have experienced them and it would have killed you. Before you even can grow, before you even have a chance to grow. There are children that die when they are being born. But because God expects us to be fruitful, he's been protecting us even in ways that we don't see. And I'm saying, I'm emphasizing on the supernatural nature of it because we can't see. Tuberculosis, TB, is one of them. We have five. We're waiting for the sixth one. Do you see it? Dysteria? Diphtheria. Sounds like some type of mental disease, but diphtheria. Wow. No, the way it sounds, don't you get a certain feel where you hear it? It sounds like it will kill you. It's like even the name alone can kill you. Diphtheria. Wow. Yeah. Do you get it? Yeah, it sounds like a mental problem, you know. Hey, that kills. Do you get it? These are all there. Different people. So, every, as we are, for you to reach this state, God must have been protecting you. Some of us, the things we have been involved, is actually a surprise that you are still around. There are people who have not even done half of what you have done and have died. The things you have smoked. Do you see? Even Luke is, Luke is surprised. Like there are people who did not smoke as much as you have smoked. Well, I mean, some, somebody, somebody smoke. I mean, you smoke that even you can let the smoke write your name. It's like when you pull it and you bring it out, it can write your name in Tombi Corner. Like such a long name. I can't even use a pen to write, but you can use the smoke to write your name. And then even as you are writing, if you make a mistake, you can pull it back and clean them and rewrite that part. Yeah! No, too powerful. Meanwhile, somebody goes to try it once, he's just testing, but he's gone crazy. I mean, he just the first, <laughs> and then he's gone crazy. Yeah, he's got it diphtheria. <laughs> just one try, he has diphtheria already. Yeah, diff diff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he just tried once. Look, I saw a video. I saw a video of, 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 of a guy, three guys. They were teaching one guy how to smoke. So the champions, like the OGs, those who are masters, they will be there. And then they, they can even pull it in and be talking. Talk for about three minutes. It's going through the system, passing everywhere. Then when they feel like they blow small out and they continue so as they were trying they gave the guy who they were teaching as he pulled one he was just there quiet 
Then he got up. Then he started to walk. There was a bucket, a bucket of water there. Then he went to jump, trying to enter into the bucket. Oh, deep, deep. No, deep, deep. No, deep, deep. Kuraf, he went to jump. He was trying to jump into the bucket. Yeah, he thought it was a swimming pool. No, serious. I'm serious. No, I'm not joking. Very serious. It's like first attempt. Oh, he went to jump into a bucket. Like that's the bucket is the swimming pool. Zoom into it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was off. Cry. Oh, no, he was diffed. <laughs> yeah, but you, you have smoked. You have smoked everything that is possible. I went to school with a guy. He's a lawyer today. The things he has smoked. I have no idea what type of law he's even practicing right now. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's a lawyer. He's, he's somebody's lawyer. Like somebody's going to court. And that's the person he has gone to hire as an attorney. He's going with him. Proper, proper lawyer in London today. But the things he has smoked. No, he should have died like twice. Yeah. And some of you, the things you have been through, but God has just kept us. Why? Because of the supernatural things, the supernatural things. That is our, why is he doing all this? So that you can be fruitful. So when you don't rise up to become fruitful, God says, look, I'm wasting the fence. The palisade I put, I'm wasting, let me go and put it somewhere. Let me take it off here and go and put it somewhere else. Yeah, some of you, they think the life you have lived, it's a surprise you are still alive. Yeah, it's a surprise you are still alive. I mean, it's like you can pass for a lay prostitute. Yeah, lay. You don't do it profess. You are not a professional. But like a lay, LP, lay prostitute. Like, yeah, lay, lay. Lay. Lay, lay. Yeah, lay, 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 lay. Yeah. But you are around. I mean, you could get to a point where you're like, no, no, not anymore. And come and be born again. And God was keeping you. Amen. Sometimes you think, oh, I was smart. I escaped. You see, when you read the book of Job, you see, Job was a successful man. His wife had many children for his business. Everything was working. But when you read the book of Job, you find out that the reason why things were working for Job was because God was protecting him. So one day, Satan went to have a meeting with God. And Satan asked God and said, do you think that Job really loves you? God said, oh, yes, Job loves me. He said, oh, no, no, no. It's because of the protection. If you like, it's because of the things you have given to him. If you like, remove the things from there and see what will happen. And God said, okay, let's run a test. And God removed the fence. As soon as God removed the fence, the same day, all his children died. Seven children, all of them died. All his businesses got spoiled. I mean, it's like people die, but seven of one person's children in one day. 
Hey. But when the hedge was removed, boom, all seven dead. Hey. All his business spot. Look, everything of Job got spot. Even his marriage got spot. Yeah, everything got spot. So you realize that Job was doing well because of the supernatural protection. The fence that was around. As soon as the fence is taken, you'll be surprised at what can happen. And why is the fence there? So that you, we can be fruitful. Yeah. I'm telling you. Many of us have been kept by God. You know the things you have been through. You see, you, you see the, a, a whole family. I've seen a family before. There are about 10 children. Everybody has some type of physical defect. Yeah. Twins, 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 twins. Like all of them. One, I think only two of them are okay. And the, the two of them who are physically okay, they are all pastors. 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 The rest of you see twins. One is like this, the other one is dwarfed. You know what? They are twins. I said they are twins. One is like this, the other one is here. One person, maybe the ear, something. Ten children, no, ten. Ten or eight, but ten. Some have died, didn't survive. All of, one day I sat with one and I said, God, God made you how you are for a reason. You have to say, because you just look at all your siblings. This one has a mental problem. This one has a natural defect. This one's leg is maybe not like, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I'm not telling you a story. It's not like an imagination. It's what I have seen it before. It's not what they said, but what I have seen it before. And the only two people in the set who are, you don't see any clear defect, no obvious defect, are pastors. Yeah. Why, do, why did you see, why did you think God was keeping them? Sometimes we, 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 we try God. One, one, one lady, one, one day she was angry with the pastor. Something happened, I think, on Thursday or Wednesday. She was angry with the pastor. And she said, oh, I don't even come to church. I've stopped the church or I'm stopping the church or whatever. That weekend, as she was in the, I've stopped the church, I'm stopping the church mode. She met her ex. I'm telling you a true story. Not even based on a true story, a true story. She met her ex in, in that five days. This is, I'm telling a story from Wednesday to Monday. Wednesday to Monday. So she was angry at the pastor. Starting from Tuesday, by Wednesday, she was fully angry. Yeah. And the pastor traveled on Wednesday. So, she decided that because I'm angry with the pastor, I'm going to punish the church. I don't know. Some of you think the church belongs to me. Ne? I'm going to punish the pastor by not coming to church. Like, I'm stopping the church starting from Wednesday. But I can't, we don't go to church on Wednesday, so I can't punish the pastor on Wednesday. But he's going to feel it by Sunday. So that weekend, she met her ex. One story led to another. By the time I realized, boom, 
No problem. Monday, she started to have some funny um, symptoms and reactions. Then Tuesday, Wednesday, she came to her senses that it's not good for me to be angry at the pastor. So she decided, it's okay, I'm forgiving the pastor. Then she came back to church. I remember so clearly like yesterday, the pastor telling me, go and do an HIV test. She went to do an HIV test. It came negative. Wow, glory be to God. I've escaped. Four months later, she did another HIV test. Boom, positive. Yeah. So sometimes you don't even know the protection that is somebody who has been in church for years. Yeah, I started the church with her. Faithful, everything. Boom, HIV, plus, plus, a big plus. It's like iPhone, you have iPhone 8, then iPhone 8 plus. Yeah, HIV plus. Yeah. I'm telling you. So sometimes you don't know by being around the work that God is doing. You don't know. You don't know. You want to take it for you want to take a chance. Yeah, sometimes you want to take a chance. Let me step in the water and see. It's when you step in the water, that's when you see that there's a crocodile in the water. But before then, you never knew that there's you think it's locks. The water is calm. When you see something, oh, it's a log. I'm going to be stepping on it. I'm going to be walking on it. Oh, you say, oh, you can't swim. So, oh, don't worry. There are locks. I'm going to step on the locks to get onto dry land. It's when you step out, then you realize that that log you are going to step on is a crocodile. And it's been watching you all along and praying that you will step out. And he's been praying because there's not been anything to eat for some time. And they've been fasting and waiting on God and praying that the Lord will provide something to be eaten. And just then, you make yourself the scapegoat. I'm going to step here. I'm jumping out of the... One lady, she had a dream. Even in this church, she had a dream. They were sitting in a boat. And then um, somebody jumped out of the boat. Then she explained the dream as... She was in UK Zetten. She explained the dream as the boat is not good. So it's time to jump out. Into the water. A boat. Yes. 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 So then she is like her under. If I, instead of wearing your seatbelt and seeing that, look, the boat, the way it's going, people can fall out. Rather, she ex- I'm telling you supernaturally, she explained the dream that the boat is not good. That's why she jumped out of the boat into the water. Come and see how much water she has drank. She's still drinking water today as I'm talking to you. So if you are here today, know that God has kept you. You could have been HIV+. plus. You could have been dead. Some of you could have been in jail. Yeah, some of us would have been in jail. Yeah. You could have been in jail. 
But God kept you. I said, God kept you. God preserved us. Why did God has God preserved us even up to today? So that we can be fruitful. It's his precious vine, so he put a fence. Sometimes we have not thought about it. If, you see, one of the things you should do from time to time is to look at your friends you grew up with, where, 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 where they are. Just look through. Where is this person? Where is this person? Where is this person? Where? I was even telling my wife today of um, some people that we grew up with. And I was mentioning their names. I mean, they were older. We were a little younger. And I was mentioning that one of them was a crack addict. A lady. Not even a guy. A lady. I don't know which crack she was using at that time. Whether meth or whatever. But back in the day. Almost maybe even 40 years ago or 35 years ago. And when she's high like that, she fights with everybody. Like when she's high. And she's usually high during the weekend. No, during the week she's lucid, she's clean. Then during the weekend she will go high. I mean high like a kite. Then she will just, she will fight everybody, usually males. Not that she has a fight with you already, like she's out. So anybody who passes, whether on the street, I'm telling you, on the street. So like she sees Pastor Speedway passing, she doesn't know Pastor Speedway from anywhere. Then she will attack Pastor Speedway and start to fight. You get it? And because she's high. You can't even, you do see the madman of God. You can't tame her, you can't clamp her down because she's, she, she's like, and she was heavy. She's not also a light, it's not like this standard car people that you just, no, but heavy. So even her body mass is not easy to control. And now she's high under some strong influence. So you see, she'll be anybody. I'm telling it, it, it's different if, let's say, she knows LP Joel already. And then when she's high, she hides under the highness. Her highness. No, 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 no. It's like you are driving and then you stop and you, you come out of your car. Then she will attack you and start to fight with you. And because you know that, ah, I've not done anything. There's no problem. You'll be trying to. Huh. And different people, we know her. So when she said, it's like all the men in there, everybody is in their room watching. Because you can't come out. <laughs> because it's also not nice when a woman beats you. And you can't, it's, it's not like, the way she will attack you, it's not like something that you can also start throwing punches. No, 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 no. So it's like people have to come and hold her down and try and take her to the room and lock the door. And then she'll break the door. All kinds of mess. Yeah. So you can imagine. We could have all been like that. I mean, like me, crackhead. It won't look nice on me, but it's possible. Justice. Think about it. So God has kept us. You survive a very tragic accident which people don't survive. Why do you think God let you survive? Why do you think you sit in a car 
you have a very bizarre accident and you survive. And somebody sits in the car, in a car, it just, the brakes fail, boom, dead. Even somebody goes to sleep and then dead. And then dead. Yeah. Why did God, why is God keep the fence? Why is the fence there? So that we can be fruitful. Law number two. Law number two. Yeah, this one has to be quick because this one is taking all the time. The supernatural law of the removal of stones. He fenced it, verse two, and removed and gathered out the stones thereof. The second thing that God has been doing supernaturally is to remove some things from our lives. Some dangerous things from our lives. So he says he took out the stones. All the dangerous elements in our lives. Took all of them out. Sometimes the dangerous elements are dangerous people. Some dangerous friends that you had. Who would have led you to something that you, you, can't, you, you can't even imagine. Yeah, dangerous friends that you had. God intentionally take them. You see, this one has traveled here. You go and write this and they are failed. They can't go to the next stage. Then they leave where you are. It was all God's way of removing them from your life. Yeah. Removing them from, and some of you, even right now, God is still removing things. And when he's removing the things, we are fighting him from removing it. We are rather angry at God for removing this guy from your life. Oh, yeah, we are fighting God rather for removing such a person. Now, I mean, I see many ladies who are in church, you see them doing well until... A boy is introduced into the equation. Until a certain type of boy is introduced into the situation. Then everything they have learned, they have forgotten it. Watch any girl who is backsliding. There's always a boy in the equation. Just solve for X. Find X. You'll see X. X chromosomes is for who? It's for girls. Okay. Solve for Y. If X is for girls, then solve for Y. Yeah. You see that? I mean, certain guys introduced into the system and then that's it. Everything gets spoiled. So God intends, remove this one. Remove this thing. Remove this. It's all like a purging, but removing of dangerous elements from your lives. Yeah. So that you can be fruitful. Unfortunately, today's Christians, when that removing is being done, we are fighting it. No, I want to keep it. Oh God, I want to keep her. I want to please leave me with her. Yes. I want to keep him. Oh God, let him be there. His destiny and your destiny are not linked together. Yes, say bishop, make it work. Yeah, they, me. Yeah, even you forget about God. Even me, they tell me to make it work. Bishop, if you want it to work, it will work. How 
can I let it work? <laughs> yeah, they think the church belongs to me. Yeah. You are the bishop. Make it work. Put a hedge. Put a hedge. Put a hedge. Build a fence. But sometimes God is removing those things. I'm removing this person. I'm removing this thing. I'm removing this thing. From your, sometimes even a particular school you wanted to go to. God knows that where this school you are going to, there's a guy in the school. He's called Black Mo. Black Mo. When you go and meet Black Mo, that's it. You are finished. That's your end. Black Mo, do you know Black Mo? Black Moses. That's Black Mo. Yeah, one of the guys who were living where I was, his name was Black Mo. <laughs> Black Mo. Black Moses. <laughs> hey, Black Mo. Black Mo, his lips were black. Like charcoal grilled black. Yeah, Black Mo. He smokes like a. I mean, you. <laughs> you. <laughs> like a locomotive engine. Folks. He's called Black Moses. We used to call him Black Mo. <laughs> yeah, he was living behind my house. <laughs> I don't know where he is now. <laughs> Black Mo. <laughs> there's Black Mo, then there's Black Do. Black Black Mo is Black Moses. Black Do is Black <laughs> Black Dog. <laughs> yeah, that's Black Do. <laughs> Blando is also another guy. Yeah. So God, God knew that if you go, do you see? If you go, say, I want to go to this university. I want to, God knows that. Look, you, the way you are, Vitz University, uh, come to UKZ10. When you are at UKZ10, you get a pastor called Lady Pastor Joel. She will look after you. If you were to go to Vitz University, and step into the city of Jobek, the city of gold. If he asks, the lights alone. Do you know why we have load shedding? The lights in Jobek alone is too, too many lights. That's why there's not enough power to go everywhere. The light, you know, when you read Jobek, you see, you see that you are in a big city. Big city life. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. All our street lights that are off is because of the lights that are on in Jobek. <laughs> so God said, no, 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 you the way you are. If you are to step into UP, hey! boys, Twana boys, no, 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 Twane. Twana, Twane, Twane is the city of Twane. Twane boys will finish your life. So come to come to DUT, the one at Imbali. Yes, that's what non-Dumiso, Indumiso campus. Yeah, go to Indumiso. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just go and praise God there. That's all. Yeah. He said he removed the things. Some of the removals are painful. Some of your friend that will have a certain quarrel. You can't understand the meaning of the quarrel because he doesn't talk to you again. 
Yeah, you don't understand how the quarrel came up. Oh, oh you have done, you've done worse things. There was no quarrel. Then you just moved her bag from this side to this so that you can put your bag there. It has started a quarrel that she cannot be pacified for because of that she says, move out of the room, move. Leave the room, no, leave, leave, leave today. Today, leave. So, oh, but it's just a bag. I can put it back. No, don't put it back. Leave, 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 leave. Then you end, you even become stranded for some time before you get somewhere to live. But God was removing this person from your life. Removing the person from your life. So that you can be fruitful. Just taking the person out. Because if the person is there, I mean, I've known people who have come to UKZ and they are doing well till they make a, a friend. Yeah. Till they make a friend. I've seen UKZ. I never knew girls could smoke that, smoke weed like that until UKZ and girls, I met them. Look. The girl is always high. Yeah. Sometimes you are in a relationship, the relationship breaks. It's to save you. Meanwhile, you are crying. In heaven, they are having a party. They are looking at God and say, God, you the man, you've done a great move. <laughs> so when you are praying, oh God, restore the relationship. The angels are praying. They say, look at this stupid boy. <laughs> the angels are in heaven. They are saying, to fear cry. <laughs> The angels are saying what? To fear Because they know. They know that, look, this relationship is to spoil you completely. Meanwhile, you are busy crying. Crying all over the place. Even when we pacify you, you won't pacify. You won't be pacified. We put a dummy in your mouth. You spit it out so that you can cry. Oh! Law number three. The supernatural law of the tower. He fenced it and gathered the stones, gathered out the stones there and planted the choice ones and built a tower in the midst of it. A tower. The tower represents security. These are all things that God has done so that you and I can be fruitful. Yeah, he put a tower. Represents security. Some of you, the security you have is your pastor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's your pastor. Put a security. So it's like he knows the way you are. Even with the fence, you will jump out. <laughs> when he looks at you. You see, the fence is to keep people from coming in. But the security is to keep you in. Because when he looks at you without security, it's just the fence. You jump out, you jump over the fence. <laughs> because you are thinking, ah. Ah. Have you not seen when you plant like yam and these things, the leaves can go over the fence? I, I mean, where I live, we don't have plants, trees in our yard, but we have leaves inside our yard because the neighbor's trees have tried to come into our yard. Some of you are like those trees. 
you want to go to the next, we cut all the trees that have cut, we've cut all of them now. But still they want to come. So he put a security man there, a tower, to keep you within the fence. When you try to jump, it will catch, it catches you come back inside. There's danger there. Yeah. There's danger there. You try to jump. You are, some of you, you are on the wall. You are scaling on the wall. Then the security will grab you. Come back. Yeah. Yeah. Some of you are by the wall. You want to jump. You are watching if the security is watching you. You say, so, but I've not jumped. I'm just, I'm just chatting with the guys on the other side. I've not jumped. I'm here. I'm here. If the security turns his head, you will jump now. I'm, I'm just measuring my height. Am I taller than the wall or the wall is taller than me? Yeah. So, so it's like he put a security there. Some of you, without a security, you can't be kept in check. Your mother tried to keep you in check, you are uncheckable. Your father tried to keep you in check, you are uncheckable. So God said, look, even if I put a wall, it's not enough. This, one, this guy, he can break out. Michael Schofield. He can break out. So let's put a security there to keep them. Put a tower to watch. Make sure this guy is dangerous. Go away. This guy, don't mix with this guy. Come away from this person. Don't be friends with this person. That's the job of the tower. Now, when the tower is doing its job, then you start complaining. It's like you want to be eaten up by wild animals so much. You are so, you are vicious. Vicious. Sunday, I explained to you what a vicious cycle is, eh? That's why I'm using vicious today. You are vicious. You advice, even advice you won't take. I mean, there are reasons why people don't take advice. Sometimes it's out of stupidity. Yeah, you are better. Sometimes it's out of betterism. It's like your mind cannot even understand the advice you are being given. It's like you are not even intelligent enough to understand the advice. That the advice is for your safety. Rather, you are fighting over useless things. Because at the end of the day, what is it about? That you do well. It's about you doing well. It's about you being safe. It's about you doing the right thing. Now you are busy on a tangent. Running after something that cannot be caught. Yeah. So when the tower now says that, no, 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 sit here. Don't go, don't sit on the next one. Say, no, my bum is big. I want to join the chest and sit here and here. You know, there's a problem on the other side that you don't know. That you don't know. Sometimes stubbornness is why we also don't take advice. It's like we are stubborn. Don't want to change. What did Bishop say at the... um, I think Fridays, something stubborn. About stubbornness. It's Friday flow prayer. He was saying something about stubbornness. Genetically stubborn. Yeah. 
like genetically stubborn. You are stubborn from your genes. Yeah, genetically, it's like by, you have stubborn genes. Innate is from inside. It's like cannot be corrected. So when the tower is trying to look, don't go here. They said, dog, you see this neighbor, his dog, very wild dog. It bites anything. Yes, there are some dogs, they bite you. We went for an outreach. A dog chased us one day. It, it couldn't get a human being to bite. So it bit the Bible, the Bible, the word of God, the Bible. It was those days that we hold the Bible like that. The dog, it, it, it took a bite of the word of God. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, true story. The dog, it doesn't discriminate. It bites anything. So it bits the word of God. That's when I saw that the word of God is a defense. No, the word of God is a defense because if it wasn't for the Bible, the dog would have bitten the human being. So it's like when it bit something, then it got occupied with what it had bitten. And it bit it and took a chunk of it. Not that it ate teeth, grab it, and it realized that, oh no, this is not edible. Do you get it? But it bit it. That's when I also saw that the word of God is sweeter than honey, even than the honeycomb. Because if the dog is eating it, it must be sweet. Vicious dog. So the shepherd is trying to tell you, don't go there's a dog here. Even the owners are afraid of the dog. The owners, oh, the owners of the dog, they are afraid of the dog. But still, we want to go to it. Well, God is doing all these things. You have come to first year. Like we have seen, do you know how long we have been in UKZN? I mean, you just came. We have people who we have been with in UKZ and today they are lecturers at university. And you just came. It's your first time doing first year. Whether you go to second year or not, it all depends on this year. And the grace of God. And as we are trying to protect you, you say, oh no, church is too much. I'm not cut out for church. I'm not. Maybe you are not also cut out for second year. Because you are, you are going there, you are going there aggressively, viciously. Because we have seen people who came, who lived like this, and did not come back. Today they are back in the rural, having tasted UK's eternal life. Back in the rural. Yeah, 21 years you have gone to every academic institution, tertiary institution that we know. UKZN, DUT, UNISA, MUT, TUT, everything you've gone. Because this year you have failed here, then you apply here. This year then you have failed. Is, is there no limit to the number of universities you can attend? They should even put a limit. Like a video game. Five lives. When you finish, it's done. So respect and appreciate the tower. Yeah, the tower is to look. I said in some versions of it, he put a watchtower to be on the what to be on the lookout. Look, is there danger here? Is there danger coming here? Why does the tower see more? Because the tower is higher. Yeah, it's higher. You from your where you are standing, you can only see where your eye can see. But because the tower is higher, the person in the tower can see further. 
Say, oh no, you can only see three steps. You say it's clear, but the fourth step is a snake there. Why is God doing that? So that we can be fruitful. Number four, the law of supernatural investment. I'm finishing. I have five minutes to finish. The law of supernatural investment. It says, and he planted the choicest vine. All these are the every all the things I invest to. He planted the choicest vine in the garden. Because God wants you to be fruitful, He put the right kind of investment in you. Yeah. Because look, you could have been born again in another church where the church is about prosperity. And that's all you would have known. Prosperity. You could have gotten born again in a church where the emphasis is on healing. Supernatural and divine healing. They don't take medicine. Everything, they pray it away. But you have been born again into a church where the emphasis is on soul winning. God intentionally put you in this church. It's like the emphasis is on soul winning. That's why God put you in this church. So he says he's planting a particular vine. He's planting a particular vine in you to bring forth a particular fruit. A particular fruit. The investment of the word of God in you. Listen, if you don't take your time to take in the word of God, you are going nowhere to happen. Because it takes the word of God for you to grow spiritually. And if you don't grow spiritually, no matter what you do, you fall off the wagon. It's not the pastor's fault. It's not the church's fault. It's not, no, no, no. You will fall away. You will fall. It's like a child who's not eating. Or the child only eats sweets. You grow on praise and worship. I, I like the praise and worship in the church. It's a very nice place. This is our It's not enough. Which one did you hear? I love it. I'll It's not even you don't understand the words. It's not enough. Hello? It's not enough. When I came, I saw the welcome star. The way they were all dressed nicely, holding a placard outside. You are, you are very special. Oh, I love it. It's so nice. Next week, I'm joining the airport stars. I'm also going to dress like a model and I'll come and stand there. It's great, but it's not enough. It's the word of God that will make you solid. Yeah, solid. So I watch, I, I, I am always alarmed when I see people who are not interested in the word of God. God is planting seeds. See, I really like the pastor, you know. Ha, my God. Hush. Look, I've seen pastors, I've seen Kosa pastors, I've seen Zulu pastors, I've seen Africans pastors, I've seen vendor pastors. Even vendor pastors, they lie down and they pray and they say, Mda. I've seen Indian pastors, they preach and they be shaking their head. How's it? How's it? But 
when I saw this pastor, my God, I, 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 lo- I love him so much. When he preaches the word of God, I'm so excited. Oh, this pastor, it's not enough. You must love your pastor. If you don't love your pastor, you have a demon. But... No, you are demon-possessed. You have a big demon. But, but, your Christian life cannot be built on that. I said, it's not enough to sustain you as a Christian. I love my pastor. Yeah, I love my pastor very much. But it's not enough. It's not enough. The word of God. Nothing can take away the place, take the place of the word of God. The word of God. That, so Paul gave them, he says, let the word of God dwell in you richly. Yeah, not just John 3.16. No, richly. It's the, you need a copious amount of the word of God in you. And as you are here, God is planting it. Every time you come around, God is planting the word. He's planting the seeds. He's planting the vine. For a certain fruitfulness. When you reject it. When you fight it. I know people after prison worship they switch off. They even leave. So I know people after dancing start, that's it. They start to sleep. They go on their phone. That's why I don't allow people to be on their phones when I'm preaching. Because this is the most important thing. Everything else we are doing in the church. Hangs on this thing. The part that you enjoy. It hangs on this. So when you have this in you deeply, then you can even get time to enjoy the part that you enjoy. Yeah, I mean, sweets are, sweets is sweeter than rice. But before you can eat sweet, you have to eat the rice. Yeah, you can't live on sweets. It's an everyday happy hour. No. You can't. You cannot. God is planting that's why you have to give attention to the books, to the Bible, to the preaching, so that the, the, what is being planted can be well planted in you. Or else, three years you fall away, five years you fall away, two years you fall away, one year. You can even be around for ten years, then you fall out. The slightest wind that will blow, it will take you away. Yeah, it will take you away. It will what? Yeah. And usually when it's taking people away, they blame everything apart from the truth. Everything. I mean, we are so, we are experts. Blame everything instead of facing the truth. Yeah. God is planting the right seeds as you sit down. God knows what he wants. He could have let you get born again in the church next door. But because of what he wanted to achieve in you, he made sure that you got born again or you found your way to this place. Yeah. By the time you realize you have become a, a dark field. No. God knows what he wants to achieve. So the right investment, even the love, invest love in you. Even qualities, they are all investments. Qualities in you. I remember some of you when you first came to the church. first came to the church okay if you surrender let's go for it but God has invested in us he's worked on us 
He's polishing us. He's planting the right seeds in us. Yeah, so that we can be fruitful. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm telling you something. I mean, I knew people who, I, I, I had a guy in church. Since you said I shouldn't talk about you, let me talk about some other guy. I used to marvel at the guy. Anytime he talks, I don't even understand. Yeah, he'll be talking. He, he, and he has, Ruti explained it to me. He said, what is, fly, it's called, medical, it's called flight of ideas or something. So it's like he has so many ideas going to his head. So as he's talking, he's in the middle of one, then he starts the next sentence. In the middle of this sentence, then he starts the next sentence. It's like he's talking. Diff, diff situation, yeah. He said, he goes on a diff. Yeah, so he's talking, then the, the disc will skip. Then you go to the next one. So when we get home, I'll ask my wife, what was he saying? Like, what do you, so I'll be there, I'll be listening. And, and for me, by the grace of God, there's a way I can have a conversation with you, even if I don't hear anything you said. I can maintain the conversation. Oh, cry. So I'll have a conversation with him back. And, when we get home, then I'll ask my wife, what did he say? You, do you remember when he said this? What did he say? What, did, what, what was he saying? Then my wife will explain to me now. Oh, this thing, he was saying this, this. I said, okay. How about this? And then this one. So then I put all together. There are any corrections I have to go and make tomorrow. I come and make it. Yeah. Today I see him giving speeches at places. Then I wonder, how are they able to hear him? <laughs> The same person is giving speeches at places. So I wonder, how are they able to hear this guy when he talks? Yeah. But like now I'm experienced, I know how to listen. How to listen to him. Yeah. I know, now I know how to listen. So when he's talking, I say, brother, this one, then you come back to it. Yeah, when it's inconclusive, I bring him back so we can have a conclusion. Then we go to the next one. God has worked on us. All of us is the investment. Is the investment. Sometimes God has invested a gift in you and He's working on it. Sink. He's working on you so you can be useful, so you can be fruitful. Then you, you rather, as God is polishing you to make you better, you rather think that you are doing the church a favor, that the church needs you so much. Look, with my experience in the church, I've seen people come and people go. There's nobody that God needs you so much that God cannot survive without you. Or God's church cannot survive without you. There's not even one person like that. You turn your head now, now you see somebody's doing what you were doing before. Yeah. You, you just blink. If you like, blink. And let it be a little slow, a little delay. Blink in slow motion. By the time you realize... What you were doing, somebody is now doing it. And the painful part is that now the person will be doing it even better than you were doing it. That's where the anger starts. You see those people who were fighting us not so long ago, asking us for 12 million and all that. One of them, he used to play keyboard in the church. Yeah, he used to play the keyboard. I mean, he was so good that he felt that when he's not there, we don't use a keyboard again. Keyboard will die. Yeah. Walk out on us. God brought more people, even the new people who have come. They are the people who have made the soundtrack 
even it's like, look, now we won't even play at one place. We'll play everywhere in the world. I mean, you used to play at one place. We will play for the whole UD, for everybody. We just play and record, play and record. Everybody will play it and listen to it and do church with it. That's how you do. This is how, those are the people who made the soundtrack. Yeah, so after now, when you see, you realize that somebody is doing what you were doing, doing, but now you say we should give you 12 million to do what with it. <laughs> Who's 12 million? investment. And finally, number five, the law of the supernatural wine press. The law, I close with it. The supernatural wine press. What is a wine press? A wine press is a place where you process the grapes. Remember that he was expecting what? Grapes. So, he put a wine press so that when you produce the fruit, the fruit don't go waste. That they can be used for something. So he put a wine press. It's all to help your fruit. Remember that John 15, 16 tells us that, that you bring forth fruit and that your fruit remain. Without the wine press, your fruit will not remain. That's why God has created the church. Even in the church, he's created groups. The, some of your fruit must be in the airport stars. Some of your fruit must be in dancing stars. Some of your fruit must be in the choir. Some of your fruit must be in the prayer ministry. All these groups are the choir. they all created to us it were make our fruit, add quality to the fruit that you bring forth. So that your fruit doesn't get lost. Some has joined film stars. Some of the people, it's when they, when, when they join film stars, that's when they will learn scriptures. Because it's like, we use scriptures as part of the film stars. So as they are using it to do film stars, I mean, if you look, those who always have these roles as the pastor, they, when Justice was the pastor, he knew a lot of scriptures. When they sack him, all the scriptures disappeared. Yeah. All the scriptures disappeared. But when he was there, I mean, if you look at the songs that we sing, um, they, they, they are all scriptures. They are all scriptures. The more you learn the songs, the more you sing the songs, the more scriptures you know. is to keep the fruit that we are producing, to keep it there, make use of it. That's it, so that it doesn't rot. It doesn't spoil. So when you bring forth fruit and you even don't get them to join the wine press, which is the various good media, all these things, there are some people, if we didn't have media, they would have backslidden by now. They would have backslidden by now. Hey, Pastor, media, what do they do in the church? They may not do much in the church, according to you, but it keeps people there. Yeah, if you look at the media... The things they do, they are about just four, five, even three, four people can do. They like can just wake up and get. When we were having the pandemic and all of you were at home and we're streaming live to you, one we come here, there are about four of us and we do the whole service from prayer, praise and worship, preaching, offering everything just for one media representative, one prayer guy, one pastor, and then one security man. One security man. One congregation. And we do the whole church. I mean, the whole service. Remember 2020. We do the whole service and we send it to you. So we don't need even 50 people in the media per se. But hey, it keeps them busy in the church. Yeah. 
you see, if you look at this small, small boy, they all came. Everybody can say, I want, to, I want to have a camera. I want to be a media. So you see them turning the camera, turning, turning, by skipping them around. Keeping them around. It's keeping them around. I have to even fight with my pastors. Leave the back so that the people can learn how to do the things. Let them be there. By the time you come, about six people are sitting behind the table. I wonder, how many mixers do we have? And how many, but hey, it keeps them. They are there. For when they look at them, even sometimes when they come, they will never have a chance to touch any of the machines. So they will not even take one picture. But the fact that they are like some media computer people, so they come again next week. Without the computer, they wouldn't have come again. Yeah. They wouldn't have come again. Yeah. So the wine press is to keep the people. So when you bring the people and you don't allow them to join these groups, they will just backslide. Look at your members who are not around. You never give them a chance to join anything. That's after a while I say, look, this church, there's nothing I'm doing. I'm going to another church. The church I'm pastoring, I have a guy there. He runs the media. I close with this one. Look. I've never seen anything like that before. When you enter the church, do you see? And he's carrying, do you know an SD card? What we put in the camera to store there and gives it to you to hold for him. You are in media. He's moving the table and you come and touch the table. You are in media. Look, every, every single person is in the media in the church. Every bishop is in media, I'm telling you. As far as he's concerned. Because the other day, he left the camera at home and they used bishop's phone to take pictures. So, bishop is in media. Straight. It's like, last, he uses the microphone. He's in media. Two weeks ago, he had a fight with one of the guys. They were fighting. What was the problem? Some guy that we were trying to make an usher. Because the guy came to church early that Sunday and helped us with arrangement. He has captured him into media. So Pastor Lungani had to go and sort it out. No, 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 no. You can't take everybody to the media. You know something? We need ashes. We need praise and worship people. We need apostles also. So no, I can walk in the church and see a total stranger sitting behind the laptop. It does, it's not doing anything. And the church is not big yet. You get, the church is not big yet. So it's important to have a congregation. You see, he has gathered the whole church at the media. And then I have nobody to preach to. I said, no, brother, it can't work like that. Let them come into the church. These are my members. Let them be my members also. He, what is he doing? He's using the wine press. He's using the wine press. Using the wine press to keep the sheep. Using the wine press. So when you bring someone, you don't encourage them to be part of something. They will just fall away. Just fizzle away. And they will go. Now, why is God doing all these things? So that we bear fruit. So when we don't bring forth fruit... What will happen? Verse 5, verse 6, I read it and then we close. Please put it up there. Let me read it so that we can close. It says, now go to, I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. The vineyard which was supposed to bring forth grapes 
and he brought forth wild grapes. You are supposed to bring forth grapes. You have brought forth da. No problem. He says, now. <laughs> now go to, I will tell you what I will do to this vineyard. Number one, I will take away the hedge. I will remove the first law from there. And what will happen when I remove the first law? It shall be eaten up. It shall be eaten up. And I will break down the wall, the fence. I will break it down. And it shall be trodden upon. You see, trodden upon is different from eating up. Eating up is, is like somebody's eating it. Trodden upon is people will step on it. It will become useless. People will step on it. People will step on it and destroy it. People will step on it and destroy and mash it and destroy it. Verse 6. And I will lay it waste and not prune it. It shall not be pruned, it shall not be this. So the stones, I won't take them again. I won't even there's weeds. I won't do anything. I'll just leave it like that. And breasts and tongues, things that will prick you and cause hurt. Tongues usually, when they prick you, they cause hurts and pain. Maybe it's because of your unfruitfulness. That's why you are in so much pain. Things that will prick you and cause blood to flow. And cause you to be in pain. That's what will happen to it. And then I will command the clouds that it should not rain. There should be no rain. No rain. Rain is what helps something to grow. I will make sure that there will be no rain on it. So you see, you are making all the efforts. Because without the rain, no seed grows. The former rain and the latter rain. The former rain makes it sprout. Then the latter rain brings the harvest. It says, I will command so that there's no rain. So there will be no harvest. Nothing. It can't be fruitful anymore. Even with every effort that you are making. So you see, you do make up and nobody will call you to marry. Yeah. I mean, more makeup. Nobody will notice. Women do makeup because men like what they see. Men lie because women enjoy what they hear. <laughs> it's all a form of deception. I won't say it again. So you see, you have done makeup and nobody is noticing you. Then you see somebody, not even one makeup. Even, I mean, you see the girl, you see this one, she needs makeup. She needs to go to Auntie Connie to do her hair and do makeup for her because, and do her nails, put lipstick because you don't know whether she's black or white. But you will see the next thing you hear, she's getting married. And when you look at the brother who has chosen, you are wondering, ah, what did he see? How could he? With all, and then you are busy doing lipstick, lip, lip shine, makeup. You have erased all the eyes and you've drawn a new one. Everything. 
Still, the brothers just look at you and they move on. They just look and they move on. And you'll be wondering why. No rain. No rain. So in spite of the effort, no rain. In spite of the effort, no rain. In spite of the effort, no rain. To make it. Sometimes there's a former rain, no latter rain. So you see, beloved, now then boom, last minute, then say, oh, you know something? It's not you, it's me. You see, I'm going through some things I need to work on myself, so let's take a break. Oh! Meanwhile, you have done a lot of work. That, that's the painful. The person says, it's not you. Meanwhile, you know that you have enough love for, all, for both of you. And you, you love him the way he is. Even with the problem, you love, but he said, no, no, no. So you are making effort, oh, but it's not. It's not. Rain, the clouds have been commanded not to pour rain. May we become fruitful people. You know, my time is up, so let me bring it to a close. But may we bear fruit. May we recognize the supernatural effort that God has put into us and become fruitful people. That we don't get to a place where God is doing a debate that what should we do to them? But rather, may he be looking at us and say, oh, I'm pleased with this group. They are fruitful people. I'm excited about them. I'm happy I protect. If I, let me protect them even more. Let me protect them even more. Let me protect them even more. Looting will not kill them. COVID-19 will not kill them. This will not destroy them. This, so that they can even bear more fruit. I pray that all of us, every single person, look, there's no, put your hand down, let me tell you something, there's nobody here who cannot be fruitful. Not even one person. Everybody can be fruitful. Everybody can be fruitful. And we can see your fruit in the church. Everybody can be fruitful. When you are not fruitful, you've not given yourself to it. I said you've not what? giving yourself. If you give yourself to it, you will be fruitful. I'm telling you. Every, every single person can be fruitful. You just need to decide, I want to be fruitful and rise up and get to it. So when there's no fruit, somebody has not given themselves to it. So I pray that we'll give ourselves to it. Give ourselves an opportunity, a fighting chance to bring forth fruit so that God will be happy with us. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer as we close. I want you to pray for yourself as we close this evening's service. I want you to pray and say, Lord, have mercy on me and help me to be fruitful. Have mercy on me For the investment. Thank you for the fence. Thank you for taking out the stones. Thank you for the, the watchtower. 
thank you for the investment thank you for the wine press which you have already set in place to process my fruit help me to be fruitful help me to be fruitful help me oh God help me oh God Lord help everybody under the sound of my voice thank you for the effort you have made thank you for what you have planted in us better amen. amen put your hands together for Jesus as we close maybe you are watching me online maybe you are here you want to welcome Jesus into your heart to be your Lord and your Savior pray this prayer with me say dear Lord Jesus I come to you just as I am please forgive me of all my sins I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess you as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of I'm glad about the protection. Yeah, that's why perhaps you survived so many things. Yeah, survived so many things. It's all God's way of protecting us and keeping us. Sometimes even you are in a problem. You see, you escape and others don't escape. God has plans for your life. You know, one of our, one of our apostles... She, she gave a testimony. Let me, I wanted to tell you whilst I was preaching. I just forgot about it. She said she was, she was on a, a freeway. And they met other cars. About four cars. You know? And when you are by the road, everybody revs their engine. It means it's time to race. Yeah. So suddenly, they all took off and they started to race. And people were driving 160, 180, 200. And they were racing. They were racing all over the place. In a long stretch. As they raced and they raced and they raced. They got to a place where suddenly there was a traffic cop. And the traffic cop stopped her. And she stopped. And the rest of them just passed and they went. And the traffic cop wrote a ticket for her. And she asked the traffic cop to give her a discount. And the traffic cop asked, why? And she said, she's a student. And the traffic cop asked her, were you driving student speed? <laughs> and she was so angry at the traffic cop. Angry at the traffic cop. And it's like we all of us, I'm the only one who was stopped. How about these other guys? And they passed. So when she finished with the traffic, she continued the drive forward. 
Look, about three kilometers, five kilometers after she left that place, from that place, when there was a big accident. Big, big accident there. When she stopped, guess which cars were in the accident? The other three cars she was racing with. Yeah. The other three cars she was racing with. And she was like the first on the scene. So she got out of her car and rushed to the cars. And when she got to one car, the driver of the car looked at her and said, ah, you were driving the Mazda. How come? And the person's leg had been crashed inside the car and couldn't come out. Yeah. And she, she, the, the guy saw her and the guy couldn't believe that. We were racing. How come you are outside? And you are walking. And we are in a, all the, I mean, the, all the cars. And people died. They were, some of them, their bodies were mashed up. They were, you can't recognize them. And she alone. She survived. Sometimes some things happen so that you can be preserved. Yeah. She was the the only one who survived out of the four cars. The only person who survived. Today, she's using her life to serve God. To serve God. You wonder why did God preserve her? Why was she preserved? The question why have you been preserved? To bring forth fruit. So, good people, let's really take our opportunity seriously. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.